Rock Lee was my <laughs> idol. If I cannot do a thousand push-ups today, I don't do <laughs> Hey guys, just want to take a quick second to welcome you to another episode of the Common Twenties Podcast. Let's get into it. Josh, you know, tell me about yourself for the Common Twenties podcast. For sure, my name is uh, Josh. Josh Universe is my artist name. I'm originally from Mobile, Alabama. Went to college out in Birmingham, and uh, now I am a full time artist and reside nice. in several different uh, areas. But uh, yeah, mainly focuses in oil painting and um, a bit of mural and spray painting work, but yeah, that's who I am. Nice, man. Nice. So where do you reside at currently? Uh, Miami, Florida. From Mobile to Miami, huh? Yeah. yeah. How are you? Me? 26. 26. Oh, man. Such a such a step. When did you yeah. when did you like what made you get into the art? So since I, when I was young, um, I can't even tell you when I first picked up a pencil to start drawing, but. I was a kid. I when I was young, I was real silent. I was only into like technology, rock and roll, and anime, and <laughs> <laughs> in that order, anime, literally, uh, man. And I would just, you know, I would watch the anime. And being from the south, nobody's watching that. Nobody even knows about that. But somehow, some way, I just stumbled upon it, and I started watching shows like Inuyasha, Naruto, yada yada yada. And I was just drawing, pulled to draw it. I just wanted to draw exactly what I saw in there. I would go to Books A Million or Barnes and Nobles and I would beg my mom. I was like, please, can I get this uh, manga book? Please, can I get this book? And I would just sit down and just draw them, draw them, read them and draw them. And soon enough, I just began to uh, fall in love with it. I was doing it every day. And it was sometime in college that I... Uh, kind of found my way back to art because mm -hmm. you know when you're growing up in teenage years you start looking at girls and at parties you you know you kind of get beside yourself yeah and, uh so that happened you know but then midway in college you know as I was maturing and I was thinking more on like you know what do I actually want to do with my life what what do I actually care about mm -hmm. and it was uh, um in a weird way you know, art found itself back to me. And uh, that's why I decided to pursue it as a profession. Right. Okay. That's, that's, that's wonderful. So when you say in anime, cause you know, back in our day, we're, we're similarly the same age. I'm 23 and 26. We didn't have what they have now with apps and stuff. We had like what adult swim. So we stayed up late at night to watch anime. <laughs> <laughs> Mama busting in the door. You like, <laughs> I can sleep. I you always know, see these, these anime impress. Bro, we had Adult Swim, and we, if about time the computer started to like get a little bit more development, then we could go online and be like, okay, yeah, you okay, know, nice. find little sites and stuff. Yeah, because at that time it was like it was it was Cowboy Bebop going on. Mm -hmm. One Piece was going on, yeah. Naruto was going on, and Inuashi was the, yep. the circular four. Uh-huh, that was the main four going on. <laughs> and bro, anytime you could get it, but you know what? At the time, my mom had, uh, I think it was Comcast, and Comcast on the Ooh. movie channels 
had this one particular channel that at specific day you had to catch it like at the right time <laughs> but on a specific day at a specific time yeah they would have a marathon of anime and when i say i found the holy grail it was like i found the holy grail and i was just and they had everything that's why first time i'll never know if you've ever seen the movie uh akira whenever it's i don't like, think i've seen it it's a huge huge anime movie the bit that it was basically the anime movie that kind of opened the Western eyes to anime. You okay. know, uh, Kanye West got his stronger video from that. And a lot of other uh, musical artists got their ideas from that uh, movie. That's where he got that from? That's I where he got know that That's yeah. wild. And so after I saw that movie, bro, I was just like, oh, my God. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay, man. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Anime is a is a uh, in today's time very what's it called? Mm, not animation, imagination driven. Mm-hmm. A lot of people these days. Yeah. Um, I guess how does it how did it when you were going through your teenage years, were you did you ever think like, hey, one day I'm gonna be a great artist, one day I'm gonna be the, something I believe in, this is what I'm gonna do. I might be hard to get there. What, what was your thought process while you were a teenager trying to do art or never you never did it no i actually did that's the thing about it um you know i always tell anybody whenever i left the house whether i was partying doing whatever whatever i came back as soon as i came back home i was sit down in my room close my door and get into my sketchbook and literally nobody from my friend group to anybody in my high school knew that like I could draw mm-hmm. or how well I could. Cause like even in eighth grade, I think I won, I won a uh, second place in like a, uh, it was the second place in like the junior competition in Mobile, something like that. Yeah. Should have got first. But- <laughs> <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that part, but that's all right. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I had gotten pretty uh good at that time. And so I, um, I never though, although I, I was good. I never thought about uh, mm-hmm. pursuing it at the time because I was big into soccer in high school. And, you know, I was like, well, I love soccer. I want to play. So- I thought I wanted to play soccer professionally. Um, yeah. And then, like, I got to fast forward. I got to UAB and I was practicing with the team. And I remember the specific day I was out there and I kind of just stopped on the field. And I was just like, this this is not what I want to do. You this know, ain't it. <laughs> this, you, ain't this ain't it. it, you know, and when you feel that in your soul, you got to listen to it. And um, but yeah, as far as high school, though, I never I never um, thought about it. Mm-hmm. Although if I could turn back to the hands of time, I would, you know, pursue it at at an earlier stage. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't think about it much, but I was always drawn. It never left. It never left me. Okay, man, that's 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 fantastic to hear. I guess it brings me to my second question: Was was failing a large part of your journey when pursuing your art career, like from from where you started to where you are now? It was a huge part. Um, I would tell anybody that was that's uh, played a bigger role than the success or the accomplishment that I've had so far. Mm-hmm. Um, man, you know I. All my life, I have been kind of like a almost arrogant to a point. And then when you get into this line of work, you got to have a uh, don't have an arrogance, but have a confidence about you. And you have to have a confidence about you because 
when you're doing something like art and you're doing it like seriously, you're not um, just recreating pieces. You're actually making art from your imagination, from your soul. It's um, and if a person like says, I don't really like this piece. A lot of artists take that personally, you know, mm -hmm. and you can take it personally whenever uh, people overlook your work. or You think it's not getting um, when you think it's not getting enough credit and things like that. But uh, when I, I, I say all that to say I had to develop this, I felt like I had to develop this kind of confidence. But in actuality, it was a bit of an arrogance. So my failures humbled me more than I could even I could have even imagined. Um and it wasn't a humbling experience as in the Lord or the universe is trying to knock me off my path or teach me a lesson. Mm. Uh well actually it was a lesson, but it wasn't the that type of lesson. It was um that you know now I can actually be confident and not have this pseudo confidence or this yeah. arrogance about me. Um but also you know it it a failure when you at rock bottom or feel like you backed against the wall, mm -hmm. uh, it really, really, really shows you like what you can do. Cause it's like, if you don't see a way out and you continue to go, man, it, it just builds something in you that you just never thought you had. And you, right. The, the uh, failing aspect of, and it's been a lot of different ones, and a lot of rejections, um, uh, but if you can pick yourself up each day, regardless of that, man, it builds something in you that you just did not know you had. Right, for sure. So, for example, you know, um, what's this movie called? Oh, man, Sing 2. Have you seen, like, Sing 2? Uh-uh. So, Sing 2 with the Russell Moon, or I forgot, Russell Moon. Um, side note, I will forever love these movies from now on. I just now realized this at 23 years old, every Disney movie has some type of very deep meaning to it. Mm -hmm. But Russell Moon was saying and saying too, he was like, what we're doing, it takes guts. They're trying to sing at a very big stage in like in like basically Las Vegas. He's like, what we're doing, it takes guts. Um, they failed. They trying to they push through the bigger stages. In the end, they, they had what they got to. But you know, what they did, it took guts to do. A lot of people ain't willing to take the guts, take the step to do what they did. And that, you know, that's why I commend you on. You took the step and took guts to what you do. I know it was hard to pursue the, the career that you're pursuing because a lot of people, either they got it or they just pushed through it. Mm -hmm. So I, I commend you on that. And that's great. Um, which even even then, it brings me to the third question. What made you pick the style you have now? With the so schools the style, and the ladies. Yeah. The style I have now kind of, so it, it developed from like when I first started, mm -hmm. uh, like I said, I was big in the anime. So even when I first started teaching myself to paint, I was painting like Naruto characters. I was painting, uh, I always, always, always wanted to get good with hyperrealism and portraitures. Yeah. But I was so bad. I won't say so bad. <laughs> I, said, I won't I say so bad. At it. <laughs> Be honest, go but, ahead, tell the truth. But like, Cause I could, if I had a picture, I'd show you like some of my earlier ones, but um, but like I just did not know the language and the technique mm -hmm. that needed to do it. Um, and so I was I started to um as to answer your question, how I got my style first. You know, I started with um, like anime, and then it ventured into like this kind of surrealist um 
these characters from like just imagination. But then I was, uh, like I said, I was so drawn to, I wanted to do hyperrealism and portraiture. Cause at the time I was like, well, that's what all big artists do. And I also um, admire Kehinde Wiley. He's an African-American uh, mm -hmm. artist who, um, I don't know if you've seen the Obama portrait with the, uh, he's sitting in a chair. Yeah. Leave. I seen Kehinde, that one. Mm -hmm. Kehinde Wiley is the uh, artist who painted that. What? And he, he focuses primarily on African-American men. He's ventured into women now, but when I first was exposed to him, I was just like, um, it was right around the time that I was thinking about in college, thinking about taking uh, art serious as a career. Mm -hmm. And my teacher, she, you know, it was so crazy. When I first got into college, I was such a slacker. I was, <laughs> I, was, said, I was just a dirt bag, right? Bro, there. freshman, man, I ain't do nothing. <laughs> I would, it, I would literally, my mom would be like, did grades come out? And I was like, no, I don't think they came out just yet. Grades came out six days ago. <laughs> so, hey, great people. If this show has brought any type of value to you, or you know someone that would take value from this, go ahead and send this to them or just post it on your social media and tag me in it. All right, back to the show. One, you know, one day my teacher, um, she told us, you know, we won't be doing any, or professor, I'll say, we won't be doing anything in class come uh, Thursday. So you guys can come or you don't have to come. And me at that time, I don't know why I came because you told me I don't have to come. I'm not coming. <laughs> I, I went, I went. And I remember, and she put on a documentary about Kehinde Wiley and it was his first big show. And he, you know, like I said, at the time, I was still in my heart, like trying making that decision to take it seriously. And she shows us this film of this African-American artist working in New York who is on this large scale doing work, large scale, you in reputable galleries, you're selling work for like $250,000, $60,000 pieces. And I'm sitting back like, oh, my God. You know, it, it just it was a true turning point in my life. Right. And he he's who I kind of tailored my I pulled from uh, my initial uh, style from. So I wanted to start doing the portraits with the uh, background stuff like that. So as time go went on, I pulled that surrealist and mm -hmm. that realism together and I started to put them together. So that's why you see a lot of my portraits that the the people look real, but the things going on around them may look otherworldly or they look kind of like, you know, they had a pull from anime and other things like that, imagination. And okay. um, I use women a lot in my pieces because when I was growing up, it was me, my mother, my sister, and my grandmother. Okay, okay. And um, I always looked up to my sister, I always looked up to my mother and my grandmother and strong women in general in my family and so mm -hmm. i like to paint women in these kind of powerful uh positions and things in my pieces mm -hmm. and also it's super easy to work with women in like these surrealistic ways um uh, because they are just so like it i don't know it's hard to put but uh that's why i love working with uh portraits of like females and stuff like that more cooperative in the work yeah, very in the work. Yeah, okay, we go with that. One. That was pretty good. That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> and so when you say you say you uh, draw a little bit of animated, please say you sketched Bushy Brow somewhere in your work. 
Oh, bro. Listen. <laughs> Rock Lee was, bro, Rock Lee was my <laughs> idol. If I cannot do a thousand push-ups today, I don't do <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. I just wanted to get, I just wanted to ask that question. I want to make sure that at least you got Bushy Brown somewhere in there. Man. Man. <laughs> Listen, if I could find my sketchbook, I would show it to you. Should I just watch him his Angara fight the other day? So you Oh, know. you rewatching it? Oh, okay. <laughs> all the time. All the time. I've seen it at least four or five times the whole season, all of it. And it gets better every time. Naruto enters <laughs> Putin. Yes. I don't know about Barto, but that's that's besides the point. Yeah. Um <laughs> but yeah, uh thank you for telling us that. That's uh that's pretty eye-opening that you you work mostly with women because more cooperative um, and you got your inspiration for what you paint out from an older, how old is he? How old is he compared to you? He's pretty, uh, Kenny Wallace in his mid to late forties. Mid to late forties. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I'd love to hear you at that idol. Hopefully one day you get to meet him. Oh, I will. Oh Don't yeah. We love that. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's great. So when it comes to, you know, from when you pick the paintbrush up, in college, well, side note, did you finish college? I did. Oh, yeah. okay. Then you got your bachelor's in. Hmm? You got your bachelor's in uh, psychology and art studio. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh yeah, pertaining back to the question, uh, you know, pertaining to you officially realizing you were in college, you were like, I don't want to do this no more. Soccer ain't it. I'm tired of running these miles. Was persistence extremely valuable to you when it comes to this? come to you know your career or was it like mm, i'm gonna just do the best i can <laughs> persistence what is and one of the only things that i feel like is going to separate you as an artist from others and actually make you successful in this career um i say that one because persi- persistence is what helps you develop as an artist you you wake up and when you when you're doing this full time and stuff like that, you make your own schedule. You have to get up at that certain hour and work and practice, or stay up at that certain hour and and want to do it. And also, a lot of when it comes to galleries, like galleries and serious art collectors, mm-hmm. they want to see that an artist is serious about what they do. They want to see that they're developing as an artist, or and they want to see that you're actually, like you say, persistent. Mm-hmm. in developing yourself as an artist because they look at you uh not only as just an artist but as an investment you know when they buy these pieces for tens of thousands or some people hundreds of thousands they look at it as an investment and they're like okay they are serious about what they do so persistence and also a lot of artists don't get uh you don't really get on the scene or recognized on the scene after until after you've put into a lot a couple of years of this um and like a lot of times that's why I have to keep reminding myself because I've only seriously been doing this my sixth year this summer made six years and I was like Josh you gotta relax you gotta relax keep stay persistent but don't rush it right Uh, and so to answer your question man persistent plays one of the biggest roles in like this career because it's it's not a it's not linear you don't have like okay if i take i gotta take this test then i do this thing and that thing the this career depending and there's so many different avenues and routes you can go with it um you got to get a definite 
vision of what you want to be and how you want your career to look. And you just have to keep step by step doing different things, staying persistent with it. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Persistence is, and I think will always be the most valuable thing in any career a person goes towards. Um, I think when it comes to people pursuing their dreams, pursuing things they not want to do that's not normal, mm-hmm. I think persistence is the key to success. Um, so we have a question from our, the Comments 20s audience. Uh, that question is, what made you, per se, what was your biggest step in like your breakthrough career? And how did it come about? Was it like through a reference? Was mm-hmm. it through network? Well, like, hey, I do art and this is what I do. What was yeah. your breakthrough? My biggest breakthrough. Uh, your first breakthrough. Like this is like you went oh, from, my first. Step, like, from step five with the step 15. That's, yeah, that, yeah. that's how breakthrough. <laughs> uh-huh. That actually came from, um, I would say my first true, true breakthrough would have came from, because it was in 2020, actually. And two years ago, two years ago, two years ago. And that's because in the bulk of the time that I've been doing, it, I've been in college and, you know, wow. I was in college, I graduated in 2019. And as soon as 2019, uh, 2020 came, you know, we went into the lockdown. Yeah. And so I it wasn't it, um, at the time I had moved from at the time I had moved from uh, Birmingham to Atlanta. And my dad, he he was sick with cancer at the time. So I moved into with him mm-hmm. and I was uh, helping take care of him while I was still trying to do my art and stuff like that. And um, while, well, you know, I was in, we were in the house, we were in lockdown and, you know, the mood in the house was always trying to be uplifting and stuff. So like my biggest escape was art mm-hmm. and I was working every day, every day, every day. It was a system, go down, check on him, go in, paint, work, work, work. And somehow, some way, that's when like my Instagram started to blow up more. Um, I got reached, I was getting reached out to galleries from Miami and stuff like that. And that only came from consistency. Mm-hmm. And um, I was putting out work after work. Uh, so it, it didn't necessarily come from any networking. Um it didn't come from anything like a specific one piece. A lot of people think it's this is the piece. And but I always think that that one thing that blows you up isn't one piece or one thing of music, one software you develop. It's the years prior that took you to that spot right. um, of all the dedication and all the work you put in. So um yeah, in 2020, uh, you know, when I first when my Instagram started to blow up and people started to reach out to me from like galleries and stuff like that uh especially in like miami uh that was i say that was my first one of my first bigger turning points okay then well thank you so much thank you josh for all the uh answers and your experience and everything that you uh proceeded to give us on this common 20s podcast i hope you enjoyed do you have any questions or anything podcast no man i just want to say thank y'all for your time and having me on here as you know podcast grow by see you later man so if you could share this podcast to whomever you think it will bring value to or just share it on your social media i appreciate you thank you for listening enjoy your day peace